guys. Welcome to another episode of the Hangout Podcast. Here we are. Here we are. We're going to hang out with you. We're in Idaho right now, um, but we're excited to hang out with people We're typically in Idaho also. Yeah, we are. Who are you? Uh, I am Steve. I'm the family family pastor here at Foothills Christian Church. Let's go. Uh, Just loving life. Yeah, and I'm Jordan, the family ministry assistant at Foothills. Um, shout out for Hills students. So All you people, yeah. as always, we're going to start with a little would you rather oh, yeah. moment. So sometimes I forget that we even do that. How um, we've done it for so long. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Would you rather be an Olympic athlete or world famous scientist who cured a disease? What disease? It doesn't matter. Just a disease. I can just choose. No, but it's just a disease. What if it's like... Okay, you can choose. Okay, yeah. I would choose a, uh, curing a disease because yeah. there's some big ones that need to be cured. I was thinking about that. I was like, it w- I would rather be an Olympic athlete, but that's kind of just selfish. Like, that mm-hmm. would just be for my own ability. Your own glory? Yeah. Well, yeah. not my own glory, but I'm like, that'd be so cool to reach that level. But it's like, I should... For your own glory. Not for my own glory, just like to see that I could do it, not for anyone else. That, I think that's exactly what your own glory is, just to see if I could do it. You wouldn't reach that to in order to point people towards Jesus or be like, hey, he's Oh, I see what you're man. saying. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I did it. I'm yeah. there. That's I why I wouldn't it. choose that one because it's yeah. like, eh. I don't think I would because it just seems like the workout and the food <laughs> restraints, <laughs> it just doesn't seem appealing. It's like you got to yeah. wake up early. And, and work hard. I mean, I'm not well, against depends. working hard, but... Depends what you go to the Olympics for. Maybe you don't have to wake up early for some of those sports. Okay, yeah. Uh, curling. True. No, curling's probably really hard. Okay, see, if I was to no, be I an Olympian, I would do the downhill skiing, you know, where they go super fast, they do that one jump, and they, like, fly through the air. Oh, the, uh, what's that called? It's I not downhill skiing. No, it's, it's something. It's the lunge... Lo- the longevity long- jump? No, longevity. <laughs> How long will you live? Uh... <laughs> Luge? I don't know. Something that's, that's like the French sled. or whatever. Uh, oh, bobsled team too. If you were in the Winter Olympics, what sport would you do? I think curling would be the fun curling. thing. Curling, okay. Like the broom and the disc. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. I, mean, I don't no, think there's they There's no use workout regiment, basically. Basically. That's They're scrubbing the floor. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is that they're on kitchen duty to practice. I mean, it seems like it would be an that's awesome thing. Is. Yeah. It's basically cornhole, but in the winter... Just a little different. I guess that's valid. Still, the skiing thing, pretty cool. You're basically what a crow. That, what is that jump? I don't know. Anyways, next one? Yeah, next one. Okay. Oh, wow, there's a lot in here. Yeah. You, like, restocked. <laughs> I did restock. Would you rather have to walk backwards everywhere or sprint everywhere? <laughs> oh, uh, walk backwards everywhere. <laughs> and then I could run backwards if I needed to run. Sprinting, that, like imagine you're just like walking to like get a cup of water and you have to sprint. Yeah, no, I, that's what I would go with. I would, I would sprint everywhere because <laughs> one, I'm what? not wasting time just walking, and two, how many things are you gonna run into by going backwards all the time? You can crane your neck. You can look. Okay, then you're. What did you say? Crane your neck. Like crane it backwards. I've never heard it used that way. I was about to correct you. And you're like, no, you're gonna get a crank in your neck. No, you crane your but neck. Yeah, like a bird. Yeah. All right. But I think craning your neck, you're going to get a crank in your neck. Well, I think you'd strengthen it if you did it everywhere. Yeah, but then your neck would just be like 
Also, it'd probably I, be hard to look forward. <laughs> yeah. Because your neck You're is always going back. Yeah. Um, I like going on walks though, and so I wouldn't want to sprint when I'm trying to walk. Imagine I like setting out to go on a walk, and I'm like, oh, I have to sprint now. But imagine <laughs> like your, <laughs> you would be like so fit and your longevity yeah, in true. running. What happens when you're really old like, though? Well, eventually you got to slow down. <laughs> but <laughs> I haven't, I haven't <laughs> knocked my head enough times to like give me brain damage or have a a massive crick. Is it a crick in your neck or a crank? I, think it's a crick. I don't think it's either of those. To be honest. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Neck pain. This is good. <laughs> Would you rather be one hour late or one hour early to everything? <laughs> I'd be one hour early. I would too, and that's such an extreme amount of time. Yeah. But I feel like it's kind of rude being late to commitments. Like, okay, this is kind of for someone who runs a little bit late. Yeah, um, like to uh, to staff meetings? <laughs> that was like one-ish time. One-ish time, um, yeah. Because I didn't realize we were having a meeting, but... I am working on it, but I do feel like it can, like, if you're committed to doing something, it's considerate to be on time because that's someone else's time that you're taking. Not that, like, it's that big of a deal, and again, like, I run pretty late, but I would like the ability to run really early, like an hour. Yeah, yeah. Well, my thought is, like, this is, I mean, the half-hour podcast, if you're an hour late for it, it's like, shoot, yeah. that's really messing things up. But if you're an hour early, you can still do stuff. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Um, okay. Would you rather be able to eat spicy food? Okay. Would you rather only be able to eat spicy food for the rest of your life or never be able to eat spicy food ever again? Oh. You said every again, but I, I corrected bad. it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'll go into Google Doc and change that. Yeah. Um, okay. That's so hard. I really like spicy food. So only spicy food, only spicy food or never spicy food. Is that what it is? Only or never. I would have to say never because, like, for example, for breakfast, I eat the same thing every single day. Banana, peanut butter, chocolate chip, toast. I don't want that <laughs> to be spicy. <laughs> <laughs> every day? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Actually, every single day. I thought it was going to be, like, something, like, really healthy or something. That is healthy. But it's just something like... Toast. It's sourdough. With, I Here's how I do it. Put sourdough in. It comes up. Flip it. Wait, it comes up? Like, I put it in. It toasts. Really? And then it comes up. <laughs> And then I flip the toast, the other side goes in, and I do it for about half the time. And then I take it out, peanut butter, or I slice my banana before while it's in the toaster. And then peanut butter, banana, chocolate chips. You sprinkle the chocolate chips on top? Yeah. Sometimes it's more like a handful of <laughs> chocolate chips, but it depends what I'm feeling. Uh, do you use, like, the, the big loaf bread to where, like, only half of it sticks in the toaster at a time? Is that why you yeah. have to flip it? Yeah, because it's sourdough, so yeah. it's, like, Why don't you cut it in half? And toast it all at once. Because I like the satisfaction of the whole big, like, the piece. Like, being able to hold it and eat it. Like, as if, like, a cartoon where they're eating the toast and it's, like, going down their throat, like, one piece at a time. And then it just, like, takes, like, three bites. I don't think I've ever seen a cartoon eat toast. <laughs> but I can imagine the th other things that they eat. Anyways. What you're, what you're talking about. So I don't want that to be spicy because I really enjoy that. Yeah. As my breakfast. Yeah. So. I think, like, yeah, I'm the same. I'd go no spice. Yeah. Just that. Okay. Last one. Would you rather have the ability to be invisible or to read people's minds? I would I'd go for invisible. Yeah. Because you could pretty you could find out a lot of things about what people Anything. are saying anyway. Yeah. And not find out some of the things that you don't want to know. That's what I was about to say. Like I don't want to read people's minds because I don't actually want to know. <laughs> like Is it? Okay. I'll one up that. Okay. Always be invisible 
or always hear what people oh. are thinking. Like you can't turn it off. Oh gosh. So you just don't exist if you're always invisible. No, like that's a lonely uh, existence. I guess read people's you minds. You think like you think you like put on a jacket and people are like, oh hey, hey Steve. You know. Oh. If, if and then people are like, what's that jacket doing? He's like, no, that's just Steve. He's invisible. <laughs> if you can do that, I would still choose invisible. But if you can't, I think I would get so lonely. Like, if I spend too much time by myself, I already get, like, I'm not very introverted. So it really drains me. If I'm, like, spend three days alone, I'm like, <laughs> okay. But you can still talk to people and you just be like, hey, I'm, I'm right here. I'm sitting in this chair. Okay. Then I would choose invisible. I still don't want to And then people know. would just forget you and, and then... Uh, You'd be just like, talk, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> <I'd> <laughs> oh, rather, sorry. Jordan. I would rather be forgotten than be able to know what people are thinking because I just don't want to know. I Ignorance is bliss sometimes, and I'm like, I don't need to know what you're thinking, especially about me. <laughs> like, and If you want to tell me, you could tell me, and if not, cool. So you would choose to be invisible. Yeah, I'd choose to be invisible. Mm. And speaking of invisibility, uh, that can't really use that as a transition but <coughs> today we're talking about i almost said cashews because you just were eating some <laughs> and you coughed yeah um no today we're talking about selflessness or selfishness however you want to look at it which is really interesting and super super important as christians i would say like a foundation of our faith is this discipline yeah so you know what would have been a better transition for that what is saying like well, I feel like if I were just trying to hear everybody's inner thoughts, that would be really selfish of uh, me, and I wouldn't use that for anything good, only for me to know yeah. what they were thinking. Well, when I got the which first makes question. me, which transitions us to our topic today. That was good. Not selfish. You should do the transitions. When I Maybe. pulled the first question about the scientist, I was like, "Dang, this would have been perfect for a transition." That's all right. Uh, yeah, Anyways, so selflessness. This is something I think we really struggle with as humans <laughs> like and as really? a culture yeah especially yeah. in america because we're very used to getting what we want when we want it because we can like we have money we have resources we're so rich compared to the rest of the world like everything is at our fingertips we can watch whatever we want mm -hmm. so it's like we can do anything we want anytime which is kind of scary in a lot of ways so what are your thoughts on selflessness like what where do you want to start with that uh, well, just like the whole uh, that we are so rich type of thing. Like I've heard some some crazy stats about just how rich America is. I'm trying to look it up real fast. Um, yeah, so let's see here. Or I've I've heard like that Amer like everyone in America pretty much is in the top like ten. Oh yeah, probably absolutely top ten, but maybe top five even percent yeah. of of uh average income in the world type of thing and it's mm -hmm. just like wow i didn't think i it's made very much yeah yeah uh the average global person earns uh nine thousand seven hundred uh thirty three dollars per year and i and think this is what's as of 2023 and what's the poverty level considered in america uh, i think it's somewhere around 30. yeah so that's thirty thousand three times as much our lowest our poverty level that we consider here is three times more than the average yeah, the level where where yeah. the government's like you need help yeah let me help you just so so crazy yeah i think selfishness is something that we have to intentionally eliminate from our lives because our natural motivations are selfish like i 
like I feel like I exist in selfishness all the time. Mm-hmm. Like even if I'm not acting selfish, my motivations behind my actions can be selfish. And it makes me think of in Philippians two, um, Paul talks about three through he's, four. Yeah, three through four. Paul says, um, like count others as more significant than yourselves. Like do nothing mm-hmm. out of vain conceit or selfish ambition and count others is it the other way around do nothing out of selfish ambition do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit um but count others as more significant than yourselves let each one not look to his own interests but also to the interests of others and i think that is so so important and it's so clear he says do nothing out of self and selfish ambition and i hear a lot of people struggling with like well how much can i take care of myself and like, I can't take care of others if I don't take care of myself and all these things. And to some extent that is true. Like mm-hmm. if you are not healthy and pouring into your relationship with the Lord, like you're not going to be healthy in your other relationships with people. But the scripture's so clear. Don't do anything from selfish ambition or vain conceit and always look to the interests of other people. And I like, mm-hmm. that's a huge task. And I don't think we we hold that to the value that it should be held at. No, absolutely. Um, and, and even the verse before that, I'm looking this up. I don't have it memorized. Uh, not these ones. It says, uh, if, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness or compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being in one spirit and one mind, and then do nothing out of selfish ambition. So it's like, have this, have this idea of, of being one with, with the church, the body, and other believers and, and as basically it's kind of like as you are are lifting them up and pouring to them and, and doing that the hope is that they're reciprocating that they're doing the same thing for you but also just as you're doing it um it's going to help you yeah. right and you're not doing it to help you you're doing it to help them in which turn helps you i think the what do you think the core for selfishness is like why do why do we why are we selfish sin Okay, sin. Uh, <laughs> um, but what what do you think the is the the next level down? My or first thing thought that was that? my first thought was pride, but I do think I think anything can come down to pride. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there honestly, there's so many roots. Insecurity, like th- I think there's so many roots. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking insecurity and worry. Yeah, like I have to look out for myself because if I don't, then this is going to happen. Yeah, and. I mean, I think that's, I mean, when we, we just talked about finances, when we look at money and we think like, okay, I, I need to do this. I need to get the better deal than this person. Uh, I mean, you love, I mean, do you live on Marketplace? Do Facebook, I live? Facebook Marketplace. I mean, I don't live, but I okay, utilize. Love, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, we want that good deal yeah. and we will barter with that person. Even though they're asking this, I'm going to offer yeah. less uh, because, so I can get that good deal. But it's also like, hey, I'm, I'm already getting a, a better deal on right. it and and honestly like me five dollars or less is that really going to make or break my life yeah type of thing so it's like we're always looking for well now i have more money for something else and uh in case i need it and so i, th- I think like worry is, is kind of built into that yeah. But yeah i think you're you're also right like there's a lot that that can lead to selfishness um and i think pride is is obviously like a big top tier one right? because like it's, it's always like pride is, is like, no, my way, not your way. Yeah. Which is what sin is. Yeah. In, in, in reference to God. Essentially. And I mean, we're talking a lot about finances, but really selfish is like, 
I mean, you guys might have heard like time, treasures, and talents. So that's under treasures, like your money, what you own. But how do you utilize your time? How do you use your skills and talents? Like all these things. Or the issue with selfishness is that we think that we deserve and own these things in our lives. Like we are entitled. We think we're entitled to certain things. Therefore, we're selfish. But I think that God is like looking at us like, no, I gave you those things to advance my kingdom. Like Mm -hmm. I gave you this time that you have. I gave you this money. I gave you this house. Why are you using it on yourself when I gifted it to you to use for the kingdom? And that's something with money specifically I think we have to wrap our mind around is like, this is not my money. This is God's money that he has given to me. But that's with all things in our life. Like this is the life God has given you as a gift and he's entrusted it to you to utilize to advance his kingdom and really it's selfish of us when we think otherwise of our life and i think of jesus talking in luke and he says if anyone wants to follow me he has to lay down his cross and deny himself daily and i think that works in two ways one our vertical relationship with god like we are denying ourselves to pursue holiness and pursue god and we're denying ourselves to invest in other people and pursue relationship with other people and we have to have both components in order to eliminate selfishness in our life yeah yeah absolutely um you said lay down your cross like i know you know it's lay down your life or lay down your life or pick up your cross yeah Yeah, i just didn't want that to be uh (laughs) like confusion for people sorry sorry about that uh no that's that's absolutely true and um i think the like obviously the example that we see from jesus is someone who who lived his life uh in complete selflessness yeah Right, and that's he's the, supposed to be the one that that we are to to look to for guidance and to follow. So, one second, I have to cough. <coughs> we still heard that. Loud well, it wasn't <laughs> as, wasn't as loud as it could have been. Um, yeah. So uh, Romans fifteen two to three says each of us should should please our neighbors for their good to build them up. For even Christ did not please himself, but uh, as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. And so um, I think like the verse two there, it's it's like Christ came to to help others. And, and as we look, it's I mean, it's it's tough. Like when we when we start getting a, a leg up on something or, or getting something down, it's like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm finally doing it. My life mm-hmm. is easier. Great. This is this is about me. This is about me. And I think, like, just as you said, like, as we're given this, these blessings or these talents, it's, it is to help others. Yeah. I mean, you go back and listen to, I think, last, uh, last podcast on purpose. Yep. Is that what it was? Um, like, we are, given, uh, we are given life, we are given grace uh, to do good works. We are saved to do good works for others. Um, and uh, even, even looking at the, the blessing or the promise that Abraham was given, mm-hmm. it's like you and your family are going to be blessed so that you can bless others. Yeah. And I believe that that promise, like we are now as believers in Christ, um, grafted in, we're, we're brought in, adopted into that family of Abraham, and therefore we have that blessing that Abraham's family has. And we're as we receive blessings from God, we are to use those blessings not to say, look at me, I'm so great, uh, that's pride, um, but to say, how can I help other people now? How can I be a blessing to others as I have myself been blessed? Yeah. So... That's so true. And there's a quote, uh, and I, what's his name? Oh, C.S. Lewis. <laughs> C.S. Lewis. What's that guy? You what's know, the lion. Guy? The yeah. And he says, humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking mm. of yourself 
less. less. Yeah. And they're like, the root of that is like, it's not that you have mm. a bad view of yourself. Like God says that you are right. loved, you're a saint, he cares for you, like all mm. these things. But it's just saying like, but don't get convoluted with like thinking about yourself all the time. So if like you struggle with selfishness, there's an easy solution and it's be selfless. Yeah. And like as weird and cliche as that sounds, it's like, Go serve other people, and I promise you that is going to cure your selflessness. And honestly, like when you start serving other people and spending all your time doing that, you don't really have time to think about your selfish ambitions mm -hmm. <laughs> because you're busy dealing with like other people and, and serving them and laying down your life for them. And I kind of think that's how God intended it. Like in Acts 2, the first church community, it was like they shared everything. They prayed for each other. They ate meals together. They lived together. Like, they shared, and they just served each other, and it was awesome. And mm -hmm. it's like, how could we get back to that? And I think we could by, like, one person at a time just needs to commit to being like that without expecting blessing in return. And if we start, if we commit to being people like that, it's going to change our world, like, if yeah. we make our if we make disciples to to learn how to be selfless like that is going to change the world that's going to change how people view Jesus because we're actually going to start walking like Jesus walked and Jesus laid down his life for us like that's the ultimate selfless act which is wild yeah and it was like the the only thing he had yeah right? he had no you know home you know no place to lay his head um you mentioned the 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 acts 2 church and and it says like they they sold their possessions to give to those who were in need, and and just thinking about it, it's like man that is that is tough. Like I've got some things that I really enjoy, yeah. Um, that yeah that I I am selfish about for sure. And it's like even even to the point of like letting people borrow things sometimes. It's like mm -hmm. mm, this is really nice. I don't <laughs> know if I, I don't know if I trust yeah. you enough to do that. But they were selling their things. They're like mm -hmm. I don't need this. And, and even if I do, let me let me like give because I'm I'm gonna trust God that He's gonna take care of me. I'm not gonna worry about what uh, what I'm gonna do next. I'm gonna I'm gonna trust, and I'm gonna give to people who are in need. And, and yeah, it's this this idea of of selflessness that that just really drove the church. And the thing I love about that is is when they did that, other people were like, "Whoa, these people are different. They seem to to be living life uh, way different, and it, it's resulting in um, I don't know if I would say happier." but I think more purposeful life or purposeful mm -hmm. living. And then people wanted that and more people came to know who Jesus was and believe in him. Yeah. And I think it's just that like people notice, I don't know. I'm thinking of a friend we have and she is like the most generous person I know with her time. And it's like, and with her home and it's constantly like open door to whoever wants to come in, whoever wants to spend time. And it's so selfless to see like to watch that I'm like wow like you are so selfless and you're committed to being generous with your time talents and treasures mm -hmm. and it's something that's like that's different like we don't see that a lot anymore like someone just being so willing to let other people in even in the door like if you yeah. have a home letting people in or whatever and I know like I can be selfish with that like I'm like my time home is my time home <laughs> like I'm tired um but it's like if God called you to like give up some of your time to invest in someone, would you do it? Like if God called you to give away something, like one of your possessions to someone, would you do it? And I think we have to wrestle through that because the reality is, is like God is calling us to do those things. Mm -hmm. And like, even if you don't have a specific thing in mind, like God is calling you to give up those things 
for the benefit of other people. And I love, yeah. like, all these verses are tagged with for the benefit, for the good of other people. Like, you're not looking for your own good. You're looking, how can I make their life mm-hmm. better and enriched with <coughs> anything? Even with your words, too, I think is something. Like, how can I enrich their life with my words? Mm-hmm. There's so many ways that you can go out of your way to bless people. And the more you do it, I think it just becomes a pattern. And your first reaction is, let me put you above myself. Yeah. Yeah. As you were, as you were saying that, it reminded me of the, the rich young ruler. Like mm-hmm. he comes to Jesus and says like, Hey, I've, I've, I've done this. What do I, what do I need to do to gain, uh, to gain eternal life? And Jesus says, well, uh, do this, this, and this, like, uh, um, what was it? Obey your parents, do these things. And some of the, like three or four yeah. of the 10 commandments and the guy's like, great, I've done all that. Perfect. And then he's like, one more thing, sell everything that you have and come follow me. Mm-hmm. And it says he walked away with his head hung, hung low, uh, like, oh, I don't want to do that. And, and he did not follow Jesus because he wasn't willing to, to part with that. And, and it says because he had great wealth. And so he's thinking, yeah. like, no, those are my things. I don't want to give those things up. And, and honestly, when we're called to follow Jesus, it's, it is a big call. And, and not everybody is called to get rid of everything, but if it's something that you're not willing to part with, then that is something that really owns you. What's the, um, what's that? Yeah, if you can't get rid of something, you don't own it, it owns you. Yeah, it owns you, yeah. Um, And so, like, really evaluate, like, okay, is this something that that I can part with, or is this something that I have, that I have an issue with, or that that really just owns me? And and then really, like, ask for God to be, uh, to be, like, giving you the strength to overcome that, uh, that slavery to it, really. Yeah, it's true. And the Lord loves a, a joyful or cheerful giver. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I, that is in context of material possessions, but I really think that's applicable to selflessness. Like the Lord loves when we just cheerfully are selfless to the people around each other with no like gain or benefit to ourselves. But the beautiful thing is we really, we do benefit because we grow the fruits of the Holy Spirit in our life when we're selfless and we become holier, we become more like Jesus, which is ultimately like that holds eternal glory and weight. And not that that's a motivator, but it's kind of funny because we think that these things that God asks us to do, like be selfless, just as like denying ourselves and we never get anything. But mm-hmm. I think God's actually like, no, this is going to benefit you in eternity <laughs> to, yeah. to be more like this. And um, so we just have that right. We need to have that right perspective. Like, well, yeah, and we think that we think that like selfish selflessness is us living without us like having things taken away. But really, it's uh, giving us something better. Um, like we just said that you're you're a slave to something, uh, or you can be a slave to something if you're not willing to part with it. Uh, but when when you when someone becomes not a slave, do they ever want to go back to slavery? No. When they experience that freedom, I don't think there's ever a point. Um, I mean, in, so Old Testament, uh, as the Israelites are leaving, uh, are leaving Egypt out into the desert, and they're like, "Man, things were better back in Egypt." That's because they like, we're like, we don't have any food, and and mm-hmm. we're like going from place to place, and, and we need water and all this stuff. Uh, but so there's there might be a time of struggle, as well as as you leave that and be like, um, maybe maybe it's. Uh, I'm just trying to look at the things here on my on my on the table. Cashews. Maybe it's your cashews. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's coffee. Maybe it's like no. I I this is this is my thing. Maybe it's my phone. Maybe it's a a possession. There you might have a withdrawal time period mm-hmm. for that where you're like oh man I really wish that I really wish that I want to go back. Uh, 
But I think eventually you hit the promised land and you say, why would I want to go back? The thing that yeah. God has given me in place of that um, or, or the, I mean, even the, just the joy of sharing with people and saying like, hey, mm-hmm. like I can still keep my things, but if I'm, I'm open handed with them and sharing, that's bringing joy to them mm-hmm. when this thing would just be sitting in my house or sitting in my closet doing nothing. Yeah. So it's, uh, there's, there is joy in that, even if at first it seems like a not, not appealing thing or, or a difficult thing to part with. That's true. And I do want to add, like, with that Philippians verse, he does say, like, you know, look not to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. And awesome. I think it's like, it's so okay to have your own interests. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, it's awesome. Like, if you play a sport, if you, whatever, like, your hobbies are and the things you do, like, cool invest in those like the lord has given you a heart for those things and do them passionately and do them well but you're also looking at the interests of people so it's like i let's say you own this home like i own this home and that's awesome the lord has blessed you with it and share it with others invite Mm -hmm. people in and it's not like you just have to get rid of your house and give it to someone who's poor or whatever but it's just like letting people in to those things and there's just so much more joy when you share with people when you're selfless because it's like that that's true community and i think that's how the lord designed us to be and so that just brings the fullness of life and abundant living when we live and walk in that for sure yeah and and even as as jesus we said like the thing that he had was his was his life uh and his time there were times when he even withdrew and went Mm -hmm. to be by himself uh scripture says like in the morning he went out to pray like as he often did yeah Uh, so he he often went out on his own uh to to be with God and to to care for Himself and to uh, refresh His His uh, His life, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it's not like you got to give, 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 give until you're dead. Yeah. It's no like you do have to make sure that your cup is full so that you can keep giving. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're called to to give your finances, it doesn't mean like quit your job and then because like then you have no no way no blessings to bless other people with. Yeah. Type of thing. And so it's, um, yeah can't take it can't take it to the extreme absolutely but obviously like even not taking to the extreme is a very extreme way of living in america at least yeah and just i want to add one more note that made me think of it was just like discipleship like when you're giving and giving giving like if you're in the chain of discipleship someone's giving and giving giving into you and like that's how god created it is like you have people pouring into you as you're pouring out and i think that that's so important like make sure that you're getting poured into as well like make sure you're investing in your relationship with the lord but also that you're in community that invests in you so that you can go out and pour into others and when we're in those cycles that's when i think we're truly the healthiest because god designed us to be in community in that way so i think you're right not taking it to the extreme of i'm gonna get forsake my whole life that god has given me but just utilize what you have well to uh serve other people yeah yeah don't don't be close-handed be open-handed with the things that you have yeah. And uh, I love it when, uh, I mean, it's this is also a very cliche thing, uh, but have, being open-handed, mm-hmm. you're able to receive more as well. Yeah. So. True. And you're still holding it. It's just with open hands. Yep. So, all right. Well, you have anything else? Nope. That's cool. It. Well, that's selflessness. And we'll see you guys in February. Oh, yeah. It's right around the Kinda corner. Kind of wild. We'll see you guys. Peace.